tip today in association with Slattery's of Pecan, your main Peugeot dealer for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie Good morning. Welcome along to Tip Today. A very, very special tip, tip today because we're broadcasting from the Scouts Hall, Sarsfield Street, just beside the main guard in Clonmel. We're here today in association with the Tipperary Education and Training Board and they're hosting its annual Clonmel Campus Open Day at the main guard in the town today. We'll be chatting to various people involved in that coming up. I'll be chatting to Johnny Luby, who's live with us here in Clonmel uh, today. Uh, we'll speak to, as I say, members of the ETB. And also, we'll be speaking to an author about a brand new book called A Manual for the Human Spirit. We have our Friday panel unpacking the big topics of the week. All of that and much, much more indeed. Now, the text and WhatsApp is 83 We have that uh, €100 Euro voucher for Aramont Furniture in Nina to give away. We're helping them celebrate their brand new range of garden furniture that's available in store uh, right now. Of course, that's uh, €100 Euro voucher is based on your interaction with us on text and WhatsApp. And again, that's 83 Double three, double one. Quick look at what's making headlines in your newspapers today to the Irish Times, first of all. And the former HSE uh, Chief Executive, Paul Reid, has warned against revisionism in the state's inquiry into COVID-19. And his comments need to say come as the government prepares the terms of a review of the pandemic with the response under fresh scrutiny after a former member of NEF had broke ranks and uh, criticised uh, major elements of the state's response. And we spoke about this extensively during uh, the week and we'll do so again uh, with our panel today. Also, uh, you might be interested to, to know uh, on the Times today, surging VAT receipts linked to higher inflation have boosted the government's finances for the start of the year. So the latest exchequer returns uh, show the sales uh, tax generated over €4 billion Euro in the first two months of 2023, almost €700 million or 21% up on last year's total at this stage. Uh, look at the Daily Mail, rather tragic story indeed. The mother of murdered boxer Kevin Sheehy has said she's sickened after learning that his killer will be sent back to the UK. To the Irish Independence and uh, the front page is dominated by a picture of Brian Kerr, who turns 70 and former players' uh, teammates and colleagues recall the contribution of a living saint to Irish football. A little bit of hyperbole there, I would think. Also on the Indo today, thousands of divorcees face the prospect of losing out on significant pension payouts as a result of major upheaval in the industry. And uh, finally, a look at the examiner. And uh, they're telling us that uh, major social media platforms such as Twitter and Facebook are working with Munster Technological University to stop six gigabytes of uh, confidential information about staff and students from being widely published on the Internet. Also, just uh, finally, uh, on the examiner today, Gardaí are investigating a suspected hate attack on a transgender woman in Cork City during which she was beaten by men armed with a crutch. And uh, the victim in her 40s suffered severe uh, lacerations to her head and a uh, suspected fractured hand in the violent daytime attack. So that's a quick look 
and what's making headlines in your newspapers today. And we're delighted to be live from Central Clonmel today. With me is the great Johnny Luby. How are you, Johnny? Morning, friend. Not too bad at all, be good. Good to see you today. And there's so many things we could talk about. Are you delighted about that windfall for the government? Uh, yeah, it's it's unbelievable, uh, really. But of course, when you had uh, the diesel and petrol at two euro a litre, like they had a quarter of that in vet, roughly, give or take, and you're looking at 50 cents in that, they didn't want to bring down the price because the more higher it goes up, the more that they have out of it. Yeah. They have so much money at the moment that they're actually getting lost in how to spend it. Like, that's why there's probably 300 of them going off on skites. To, uh, uh, for St. Patrick's Day. For St. Patrick's Day. And yeah. I just looked at it there again. Like, I, I, I'm nothing against the Greens. I haven't a knife in the Greens or anything else. But when I see him and Ryan going to China and Singapore, that bait's odd. Now, somebody did tell me that he was bringing a bicycle with him to <laughs> Yokozuma Airport. And he was going to cycle from there in to meet the Kim Yang Young or some of them Youngs. And that he'd better off if he went to Youngs at the halfway in Borussia I think, I think, friend, we're the most gullible crowd that ever put in. So, yeah. A government that, in my book, anything they touch, yeah. a disaster. You can go through the whole shebang. You'd have to say, did I ever think I'd see the day that Fianna Fáil could stand up and say something and Fine Gael will not bark at them, mm. or vice versa? Well, they're doing all of that, you see, they will tell us, in the interests of the country. And, uh, Fran, in my book, it is greed. Everything is greed and power with government. And don't ever let anybody else tell you that. Yeah. The Greens wanted to hold on to a bit of power. And they were the only ones that never shifted the seats uh, in, the, in the, the last chain over there where Leo Varadkar went in to be Taoiseach and Michal Martin went to be tarnished and somebody else went somewhere. I stepped out and I stepped well, in again. Well, it's the very same as the, deck, uh, the yeah. thing on the Titanic. <laughs> but like, the Gre did the Greens move? No. They held on to their three positions because the others want the power. And the, I don't care what, that's my honest to God's opinion until I go to my grave. Yeah, but, I meant to ask see, James but, but we're in it. Is there, is there vet on funerals? Because I am not, I told my lads not to pay it. They can dig me up for all I care. You won't pay the vet on the funeral? No, I told them that, not to put, not, not to pay the vet. And that's it. <laughs> James David said he looked into it. So they were, <laughs> he looked down into it, I'd say. And, and just to make you even more annoyed, uh, TD's pay, it's risen to 107,376. And that is surpassing the peak of, uh, 2008 where they were at 106,000. Unbelievable. And the senators haven't too far behind them. They're mm. up in the 85, 90,000 brackets. Plus, plus well. exes. Plus, plus the exes. And yeah. the exes would come to twice as much. You know, yeah. it is, the whole thing, Fran, is unbelievable. But they tell us unless we pay that kind of money, we won't get the best people. <laughs> Listen, I'm on, what am I on? 13,000 a year. Are you? And surely to God I do as good as any. All you have to do is turn up, nod here and nod there, wink there and walk out. I've watched all channels. Anybody that wanted is, it's 514. Mm. And at times there when people are speaking in the doll. There's nobody there. say 165 TDs. There might be only five though. I know. And what did, what, what did the government do? They sent down some representative to answer questions. I think the whole thing is a bloody sham. Tell me, tell, I know you have my blood up now. I, I have your blood up, and deliberately so uh, as well. Um, speaking of it, 43 years married yesterday. For yeah, God's friend. sake, that poor woman. I know, Poor yeah. Catherine. How she, does she deal with it? She just said that if it was the capital M, she'd be, gone, she'd be out after about 22 years. If she she says, here somebody. am I. She said, still stuck to this man, you know, <laughs> uh, and that, look, hey, we've had wonderful times, you know, we went here, there, in every place, you know, and I'd often give her an old nudge in the morning at half five with my elbow now. Yes. And uh, I'd say to her, uh, 
because I, I, I phoned my daughter uh, TikTok this morning, or talk tick or whatever it is. She's doing this Wardle game. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know anything about No, you couldn't get that on that phone you have. No, you. I can't. I don't want it on my phone, but yeah. I did nudge her to tell her. She said, that's, you'll have to wake me up. She said, that's the bloody Wardle game, because the son-in-law rings her uh, every morning when he's going out milking the cows at half five, have that done. So that drives up bloody bananas. But anyway, uh, look, friend, hey, yeah. great times. I did pick up a few daffodils. Did you? Uh, I did, yeah. When I bulbs, up, I'd say. Yeah, more, more bulbs than. when I blew at the uh, brother's house the other day. I brought them up. You didn't even buy the flowers? No, you? friend. Hey, that's a waste of bloody money. So you took them from your brother's place? Yeah. <laughs> You're such a romantic. But but you, you came across a bit of luck as well. You split the bucket, you won. That's right, Jeff, friend. We're inside in Dinny Leahy's, which is a, a, a Clan William well-known watering hole uh, there last Monday night uh, week. And I'd been talking about Dinny. He was a <coughs> blue short one time. Remember that last I weekend? And he had well, a big pink yeah. short on. And the last night when I needed to collect to split the bucket, of course, he had a short that basically of no colour, if you don't mind. <laughs> he just put his hands up. He said, no matter what I'm wearing, he said, you'll tell Frank Curry. But <coughs> you see, I had two euro. And uh, I put down uh, Tommy, Tony Coney was with me and uh, Tommy Cain. Mm. Uh, and a fella called Mutt Crow came in the door. And I had ordered... Uh, uh, four pints. But Mutt said, no, he said, I can't, uh, I'm not drinking. He says, I'm off it for Lint. And, that, and he said, I'll be back in 20 minutes. And he said, I put down on the envelope, Tony, Tommy, Mutt and Johnny with my mobile number. Right. And Tony Coney was sitting in the corner and he said, I can't see, he says, Clam Willem pulling out a Kilfeekel, uh, split the pot. And to show you how honest, they are inside in Clan William. Fair play to them. Go on. Uh, out it came. So they rang me and this. I thought, uh, uh, what would the bun say? A wind up. A wind up of, yeah. the high, of the biggest order. But lo and behold, anyway, we uh, we had it in cash then on Monday night. So we gave Dinny another bit of a twist again. So uh, marvellous to come out and fair play to them, you know. So I joined it again, friend, just in case. Just, just in case. <laughs> yeah. uh, look, lightning doesn't uh, strike twice, that's uh, for sure. Just, because I know your son is in Wexford. Any thoughts on the Wexford Hospital fire? And no, uh, no, just that he said that, that, that the situation was chaotic and chronic down there. People being moved in ambulance cells mm. and everything else yeah. and fire brigades. In fairness, they seem to have de dealt with it pretty well, though. That's uh, right, yeah. emergency plan. Yeah, they did, yeah. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And I was interested, I think, in what Councillor Landy said that if Carrick and Shore had been available, and I still to this day yeah. can't Dave, understand... Davey Dunn said that. Oh, Davey yeah. Dunn. Yeah. yeah, I still can't understand why to this day that uh, uh, between that fine town of Clanmel here and Waterford, that we haven't... Uh, a set down hospital call or what you like have it yeah. opened anyway in Carrick on shore right it's an absolute disgrace I don't even know did anybody come back to the ledge yet about it on the Ross Gray set up sure, I don't know they're still trying to get some answers where, where that is concerned um, to hurling then and uh, Cashel and Thurless um, that's right Jeff ran a huge weekend uh, in the All Ireland Colleges hurling semi-finals where we have uh, Cashel Community School who won the Harty Cup and uh, beat Thurless CBS in the final Cashel our playing, I suppose, the Man United of colleges hurling in so far as that St. Kieran's are there or thereabouts every year. And uh, St. Kieran's, look, they have top-class players. They have two lads that were on the uh, uh, club team that won the All-Ireland this year. And uh, also they have a young fella called uh, Murphy around centre of the field. He's actually a grand-nephew of uh, Len Gaynor's. Uh, the temporary hurler yeah. uh, and uh, so he's supposed to be the own Kelly of present day hurling and uh, of course uh, uh, in 
I suppose, favouritism terms, uh, St. Cairns would certainly be huge favourites. And I'm delighted with that because I think Cashel uh, Community School will give them talks of it when you look at the Borlands and the Feddots and the mm. Rose Greens and the Cashels and the Golden and Kilfeekle and the Nakavella Dunaski Kickhams and they're all supplying uh, players there, you know. And look, young uh, Fogarty from uh, Borlehan, he's actually a grandnephew of Jim Fogarty's in Ballinlina in Golden, Jim and Trish, uh, Jim Captain, Mine Temple too. He did, I think to their one and only county senior hurling final in the early 70s. Mm. Uh, he's a grandson, actually. What am I saying, grandnephew? He's a grandson. So uh, when you have things like that, young Armand in Golden is a grandson of Con Cashes, and Con played up North Tipperary against with Len Gain on all of that. So, like, there's an S load more of them there. You could go through young McGrath's and uh, uh, Daly's, and uh, look, I'm just thinking off the top of my but, head. But, but great but families, one, great oh, families uh, and there. And families that are steeped yeah, in hurling. Yeah. You know, you go back, uh, they are like uh, Ryan Odewire that played hurling with Dublin. He's a key in Ryan Preston in Golden, would be uh, his nephew, and uh, that Ryan was a top class player with Cashel King Cormacs. And look, hey, if That's Cashel right. Community School are steep, but then Tullus CBS. Uh, right, they got beaten a pint or two by Cashel in that hearty cup final in Simple Stadium. Uh, I just thought that maybe playing the Dublin champions who were uh, who came in and a back door as such uh, because Offaly had won the, the Leinster Colleges but weren't allowed to play as an Offaly combined colleges county team. And Offaly had beaten Cairns in the final but one must remember that Offaly actually played Tipperary last year in the minor All-Ireland and Tipperary were probably lucky to get victory in Nolan Park. So Offaly were, the, uh, Offaly were certainly the tops but they only beat Cairns two points but the Dublin lads that came in then I just thought that Tull I wasn't at the match the Tullus CBS might have put them away uh, handier but uh, Tullus CBS played the Galway champions who are quite good and uh, look hey the very best of luck France, the two schools. It would be marvelous. And that's in uh, St. Kieran's, isn't it? Uh, that matches in Bor. Oh, that, oh, that matches yeah, in Bor. Okay. Well, uh, sorry, tomorrow. the two hurling games, of course. Yeah, the two hurling games are in Bor tomorrow, please right. God. Okay, and good. of course, then with a marvelous victory for the Abbey CBS in Tipperary Town, they won the, uh, they're into the All Ireland Colleges B football final, which is a huge thing for them. I mm. mean, like in football, to come from eight or nine points behind to draw the game, draw in extra time, and on penalty shootouts, uh, the Abbey CBS went through. So fair play to them. It was wonderful. Brilliant. And yeah. of course, the ladies Camogie are absolutely top of the pops at the moment. They're getting a great tune out of them. I, under I know well that it's only the league, but nevertheless, they seem to be on fire. And the ladies football, Peter Creedon, who's doing a, a fine job with them as well, they went up to Monaghan and uh, won uh, up there. So it was a, a blip in fed out against uh, Leash. And uh, now they're uh, top of the pops as well. So Imagine, the ladies yeah. are. And, and the Tip Dublin game? What, what are your thoughts? The Tip Dublin game, Fred. Yeah. Look, he got a result out yeah. of it. Uh, he just took off a few players as a precaution, and any more than that. But one would say, look, everybody, every county knows out there that in, in certainties, there's no certainty, mm. only that you will die. But you don't know when, so that, thanks be to God for that. Although I would like a minute's notice, <laughs> just to say I apologise to all the listeners. But Frank Corey. I have one last point, I guess. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, uh, Limerick. Yes. If there is such a thing. Limerick are horses of men. They have a tremendous panel. Imagine they played Galway last does week. Does it hurt you to say that? It does, yeah. It grieves me. I, uh, uh, I, what is it? I, I L L. Mm. It's not ill. 
I love Limerick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, imagine they went training last Sunday morning. The, the extended panel that he had thirty players on the extended panel and still brought twenty up to uh, twenty five up to Galway to, to to play Galway in the league. And look, I was watching a the friend. They're huge players physically yeah. wise and everything else. They'd absolutely frighten you, you know. Mm. But so what are you saying to me there now, Johnny? I'm saying that. Uh, uh, Look, who'll, who'll beat them, is that it? Yes, each other. You see, if they're beaten once, they're still in it. Yeah. That's the thing about the back door. And I think what I read from Nicky English one time, if they're beaten twice, actually, you can, now who's going to beat them once, let alone tw- yeah. twice, they're beaten a second time? Uh, when I look around at the counties, like, it would be a great All-Ireland without Limerick. They definitely will do the four in the row. I haven't a clue what will happen in the football, but that's my... Uh, now, I'd love to be wrong. Right. And okay. I hope I am wrong. But, but you think four, four in a row? Yeah, but temporarily, look, he's delighted with the way they're going, friend. There's only one way to go, and let's keep going the way they are. They'll end up in the league semi-final, and uh, whether they want to, uh, they'll probably kick on at that stage and see what they're like, because then a month later, or they may or may not kick on, because a month later the championship starts, you're yeah. way down to Clare in Ennis, and that's going to be a tough one then, and you're looking for performances the whole time. Well, indeed. Uh, to, to rugby uh, last weekend, Ireland, Italy, and England, Wales are very fun. The Wales, because I spent so much time there. What is happening to the Welsh rugby team? I, I would think that with the two or three uh, regions not going well in the Heineken Cup, uh, that has a big bearing on it, uh, and that and they're not going well. And as a result, the uh, country team or the country itself, national team, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, national team, mm. not playing. Uh, Look, they probably haven't got the players uh, and that, but uh, Ireland, when you look at Leinster and Munster and Ulster and Connacht, like they're all tipping mm-hmm. away in the Heineken Cup and France are there in the Heineken Cup and that, but uh, Ireland didn't have a great performance themselves last week and simply they were shot five or six players, but the other players had to stand up and be counted and some of them did, but uh, Italy, Italy, are, Italy are, are not bad, you know, like they are improving because a lot of the players are playing in the French league, mm. so they're not too bad and uh, of course England, uh, England have a good draw in the actual World Cup uh, itself. We'll find it hard enough to beat England in the Aviva. We should be beating them. But uh, we'll find it hard enough to beat Scotland, of course, in Edinburgh. That's going to be a huge be game. Great, it, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. like, when they start up uh, Flower of Scotland oh, and right. they finish up with them, we sent them homewards to think <laughs> again. You know, it's wonderful. You know, Cashel yeah. got beaten last weekend uh, and that uh, up in Ballymena. Yeah. They didn't get a performance and that was it. Clanmel uh, did okay, and Nina, of course, are flying up there. But uh, Clanmel got a, a bonus point. They were beaten within the seven points uh, uh, situation. Kilfeek had a big win last weekend. They beat Cork Con's Junior Cup team in, in, a, in a Munster Junior Cup, maybe fourth round, and that was big for them. Uh, and that, but uh, I'd, I'd say, like, tis like everything else in the in the rugby scene, uh, tis down to clubs having injuries now yes, after a long campaign, you know, and the clubs mightn't have a lot of the players uh, to come in as subs and that kind of a thing. Um, St. Michael's, a fair journey. Yeah, a fair journey yeah. of Tommy, Tommy Fennan will be... Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a long road for Tommy. I'm actually delighted that he's gone up to that side of the Brilliant. country. Get him yeah. out of the town. Up in Bonkrana, yeah, they'll go up on Saturday, stay Saturday night naturally, and play the yeah. big game on Sunday. Hopefully, that they can do it to be brilliant if they were into the last four. I mean, friend, I often say when you have 900 teams starting off and you're into the last four, but they seem to be at that every year, you know. And look, uh, the Cashel Utes had a big win uh, there when they. I just have it written down here someplace. Mm. Uh, the Cashel Utes. Um, what the, fuck, what the hell is <laughs> Cashel Town Utes. They beat Shanbelly United in a place called Skart in Clareen on oh. Sunday last. Oh, right, but brilliant good. for them. And of course, the Swans are flying low at the Skart. moment outside in Duella. 
So, uh, um, would you talk to me about handball? Let's go to Friar Street in Cashel and, and the wonderful family that is the Donahue's. Yeah, friend, uh, yeah. they have a big game at the weekend, uh, which is tomorrow. Uh, Michael Person Memorial. Uh, Michael was a, a, trem- a tremendous young man, I think a teacher in Cashel Community School and struck down uh, with an illness. And Michael died there a few years ago, uh, the 27th of April, actually, 2016. Mm. Uh, they have a memorial tournament on Saturday, March the 4th in Cashel Handball Club. This is the fourth tournament. The last one was in 2019, but there was nothing that since then due to COVID. 16 teams play in total in doubles tournament. Each game is 25 minutes or first to 31 aces. So teams from the six counties in Munster, Tipcart, Waterford, Kerry, Clare and Limerick are playing. It starts at 9.30 and the final will be around uh, 4.30. Four groups of four with top teams into the semi-finals and see what happens after that. Very it would be absolutely fantastic. Of course, the Donohue's in the and John, yeah. like the other backbone of uh, yeah. sport in cash, handball is their big thing. You know? Maureen, who the Maureen, late, late Maureen, Maureen, was, uh, Maureen, was, uh, Maureen was the skipper of that outfit oh, there, I'm telling you, by and unbelievable. And a great, great yeah. counsellor in a the great counsellor as well. Too. And we were both very sorry to hear about the passing of Pat Flynn. That's right, yeah, Fran. Yeah. It was unbelievable, really, when word came true that Pat was, uh, had passed away. Our sympathies to the Flynn family and indeed to, uh, I suppose, Cashel Rugby Club, which yes. was a big part of his life for a long number of years. I suppose 40 odd years ago we were playing, maybe 45 years ago we were playing rugby with Cashel and Pat I'd say held every uh, post that was possible in that club. Uh, he was an absolute gentleman. He course married to Mickey Burke's daughter and Carmel, yes, yeah, Carmel yeah. and that and uh, uh, Tommy works above in uh, Derry Connors is mm. there, the veterinary place in Cashel and uh, uh, O'Connor Julian I might have given their full mm. title and uh, that Pat an absolute gentleman we adjourned to uh, Braslands afterwards Fran and of course there I often say it about that's the big thing about the pubs you know the fire is lighting and the problems of the world are solved mm. and you didn't have a, have a, a, dis- a dispute of with course, any yeah. one of the Browns oh. This time it was Peter Brown. Was it Peter <laughs> this time? A fine old scout, and uh, yeah. uh, there, there was a look, uh, a wonderful place to visit and say hello. Uh, you of know. course, as, as always, indeed. But condol- oh, I must mention the race. Condolences to, to Pat's family. That's yes. right, John. Mm. I must mention the raceway. It's on yeah, it. starting up in Rose Green on Saturday. Sunday next, uh, maybe around uh, 12 o'clock. It's okay. the start of the raceway. Friday, great days racing over. You want to bring the youngsters just to look at a series of racing, yeah. you know, and the crack and that. Yeah, mighty altogether. You were in Harney's with my old friends. Uh, That's right, Jeff, John, and I called it John Harney yeah. yesterday evening. You know, our, well, what time did we call it? Oh, yeah, we called around maybe half four or five o'clock, and uh, there was a few people there. But I met, you know, I love the nicknames. Like, I mean, I met Bertie. Uh, that'd be oh, common enough, but a f- guy called Towser. 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 Like, the last, the only Towser I knew was in Fools and Hosts, <laughs> you know. And actually, Towser works in the host game, uh, in Ballydale. Now, he's a landmark, you know. Uh, I said to John Hermney, I said, uh, Towser, uh, uh, I said, uh, what do you make of Towser? He said, an absolute legend. Yes. Oh, Towser. He said, this is Clara Han, of course, just in, for people who might be sure. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. and that, I love the nicknames on people, Towser. you know. Uh, I have to say hello to the Burks down in Ballangalli they have uh, some kind of a or demolition contracting business. The two brothers are in it. But uh, I met him the other day on the side of the road down in Kilnar. I was looking at the Greyhound. I was inquiring about where Greyhound pups were down in Ballangarry. So they sent me off down the road. And I met a fella on the road then. And I said to him, I was just talking to him. He says, I, 
you are you Frank Curry's man? <laughs> the way he said, I said, I'm not his man, no, but I said, I think you're on the right wavelength. And that he said, will you tell him? He said, I was, uh, will you mention my name on Tip FM? I said, of course I will. I said, what's your name? He said, they calls me The Weed. The Weed. The Weed. Oh, is that brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> so hello to The Weed Hello as well. to The Weed, indeed. All right. Um, you have a school story for us before you go. That's right, Jeff. And of course, I always think of uh, March the 11th, 73, which is next weekend. We were 50 years ago beaten in the Hearty Cup final. Mother of God, above tonight is frightening, you know. But I remember... Uh of PJ Davern, the Lord of Mercy, the teacher in Cashel CBS. Lovely yes. man. Lovely. An absolute yeah. lovely man, but Good he came course. into class one day, but I was wondering if I'd stand up on top of a table. <laughs> you know, this is, a, I'll have to tell you another story that won't take <laughs> a minute. But stand up on top of the table, and he says, get down off that table, he said. I want you to write out now, he said. The man was in sixth year. I must be a goodbye in class. He says, write it out 300 times. My man went home and he wrote it, came in the morning afterwards, and what he wrote down was, I must be a good boy in class. Please read this 300 times. <laughs> <laughs> if ever PJ Davenport. I'd say he went on to great things. He did, yeah. Yeah. And, that, yeah. uh, of course, there was another episode when we were in a national school where uh, uh, the teacher said, you can have Friday off if you if tell me who was Kim Yang Young's great-great-grandmother on the father's side. She says, we all looked dumbfounded. This young fellow put up his hand and he said, I hasn't a clue. She said, it's not I hasn't a clue. She said, tis I haven't a clue. 